Welcome to the Select Sires Podcast. Talking your success, our passion. Starting in three, two, one. A very special episode of the Select Sires podcast today as we discuss an exciting opportunity for young dairy professionals, paying tribute to a man who advanced the dairy industry by leaps and bounds in his lifetime, and he called Select Sires home in that time as well. George Miller is a legend in our industry. He sadly passed away in early 2021 at the age of 94, but his legacy lives on and will continue to do so. I'm Joel Penorwood and co-host Leslie Morris and I are talking the new George Miller Scholarship with Vice President of Dairy Cattle Breeding at Select Sires, Jeff Ziegler, joined alongside Eric Olstad of Zoetis, both members of the George Miller Scholarship Committee. Now, though our main focus on this podcast is the George Miller Scholarship, we will be hearing about the NextGen program, how it's playing a role in that. So, a nice time to talk about NextGen with Holstein Sire Analyst Jordan Seamers on the line with us. Jordan, thanks for being here. Hey, hey, absolutely, Joel. And Jordan, let's start with an overview of NextGen. NextGen's an exciting program right now for select sires. Obviously, the background of it, Joel, is to get our customer owners access to our best pulls earlier, while also providing select sires some genetic protection on our elite investments. The program has been up and rolling now, and we have calves on the ground, people flushing those early heifers, and so far, so good. Very excited about this new program. Now, there are some frequently asked questions we hear about. Uh, let's talk those, starting with what all does becoming a member entail? Great question, Joe. Membership entails signing up first with your local rep. There is a application on the website. Once we approve that application, we will send a contract. In that contract, you can read the terms and conditions of the program. One of the frequently asked questions, Joel, is, hey, this $300 membership fee, is that a one-time fee? Is that an annual fee? It's a one-time fee. It's just to get your contract rolling, and it's just a one-time fee. What membership allows, Joel, is access to these elite bulls. It allows you to get bulls for, I guess, allocation amongst membership will start on normal bulls. See, there's bulls that you really want to have access to. By the way. Jordan, how often are bulls added to the program? Yeah, Joel, so we release bulls monthly. Another frequently asked question, when do bulls come out of NextGen? And that is, those bulls that come out of NextGen are reviewed at every proof, those triennial proofs, when bulls come out, but bulls get added monthly. So watch your emails. And Jordan, as we wrap it up, I know we've talked to several dairymen taking advantage of NextGen and loving their results so far. I think some really positive things coming out of this program. Yeah, we've had awesome success across the country, coast to coast, north, south. It's been a wonderful program to have our producers reap some of the awards. We've been very excited for the success of the program, and I would say a lot of our customers have been excited about it as well. Jordan Seamers, Holstein Sire Analyst with Select Sires joining us. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you, Joel. More on NextGen and other exciting programs from Select Sires online at selectsires.com. Before we, though, get started, I want to thank you all for joining us here today for this great discussion, not only on the life and impact of George Miller, but also remembering him through the George Miller Scholarship Fund and talking a little bit about the progressive genetics here on display and in use through select sires and in the dairy industry. And Leslie, if, do, would you have anything to add before we get started with introduction? No, not at all. I'm really excited about today's topic. I think that 
one of the best things about Select Sires is our true cooperative spirit and the topic that we're going to talk about today and the people that we have with us today on our podcast are going to help us really highlight that true cooperative spirit and that we're here to support our industry and the future of it. So I'm looking forward to the talk today. Absolutely. And maybe Jeff Ziegler here to my right can help us introduce our guest a little bit today. So Jeff Ziegler, if you don't mind introducing yourself. Well, thanks, Joel. And yeah, Jeff Ziegler, uh, Vice President of Dairy Cattle Breeding and a uh, large, loud and sincere supporter of what Mr. Miller did for this company for years and his legacy continues. And any words to help introduce our guest today? Well, we have actually, Joel, formed a committee of really good people around the industry and, and former employees of this company that have been impacted by George Miller and knew what George Miller meant to the, the dairy industry, the AI industry in particular. And one of those is Eric Olstad. Eric was a former colleague of ours at Select Sires, is still a colleague. I call him even though he's with Soetis today, but as a, again, a, a true disciple of what the dairy industry means, the history behind it all. And we thought Eric is an outstanding person to add to the credibility of what we're trying to accomplish with the Miller Scholarship. Eric Olstad, thank you very much for joining us here today, and welcome to the Select Sires podcast. Well, thank you, Joel, Jeff, Leslie. It's certainly an honor to be uh, invited and to be part of this discussion. Maybe a little background on myself, as Jeff alluded to. I did spend um, just short of 15 years at, in the Select Sires family, and uh, I think I'll hopefully always consider myself an honorary member of that proud fraternity. Certainly had a huge impact on my career and my life. Started uh, at East Central Select Sires, now uh, Central Star, uh, January 1st of 2000. So I was kind of a millennial baby, as Dave Thorbaum put it to me when that happened. And um, worked as a director of sales and marketing uh, in, that, in that area and with a great team of people and, and uh, many mentors. And, and one of those certainly was George Miller. Uh, and I'll maybe get to that a little later. I'll just add that uh, when Jeff... Uh, reached out to me to be part of this committee. Uh, it certainly is an honor when you think about uh, kind of aligning yourselves with the likes of Jeff Ziegler and Lyle Cruz and John Scouten and Dr. Kathleen Knowlton, you know, for a guy like me to be sitting at at the table or in emails with, with that type of group is certainly uh, quite a, a situation and not one that I take lightly. And so look forward to the discussion with you folks here today. Thank you so, so much for that. And, and thank you for your time to be on with us today. Let's start with little bit of how you knew George, and it's already been said here, but your thoughts on, on his impact and what he brought to maybe not only the industry, but to also how you are looking at dairy today. Well, George Miller is one of those gentlemen that you think of that needs a statue somewhere. And, and his picture hangs on the wall around here and we look at it each and every day and, and know what he means to the, the history and the, the dialogue of Select Sires from its founding founding days, but I first met George Miller in 1984. I was just a spry senior in college and came into this facility as a student intern and uh, walked in. And I think the first two people I met, well, first three people I met, first I met my boss, but soon after that uh, was George and his assistant. But George came to me and, and basically introduced himself as just another Joe from Select Sires and glad to have me as part of the organization. And, and he just brought you in as feeling as part of the family from day one. That's how he introduced himself to everyone. He was one of those that, yeah, he was a, 
He was a pillar of select sires, still is a pillar of select sires. But you didn't feel that pillar. You just felt, here's a gentleman that truly cares about you, cares about what you can do with him, and, and he can learn from you just as much as you're going to learn from him, even though I know I learned a whole lot more from that gentleman that he learned from me over the years. But when you have people that surround early part of your career, like I was blessed with, like George Miller or Dick Chichester or John Hecker, or Howard Kelgren, you know, buildings are named after these people for a reason. And George is definitely one of those reasons that uh, without their guidance and success and, and wisdom and knowledge and forethought, I don't know select sires would be what it is today. So uh, he was an icon before his time, never would admit to such because anytime any credibility would come his way, he would pass it on to someone else, just how George was. And uh, was just the the epitome of a person that could build relationships, and he didn't even know it. Um, but you knew that there was a there was a friend on the other side of that discussion from day one, and this never changed even after he retired because he would call on occasion just to say, "Hey, what's new?" Because he was truly interested in the success of Select, even though he wasn't here. And Leslie, feel free to jump in as well. Well, I'd like to hear yeah. hear Eric's Eric's on that. I mean, I um a lot younger than both these. So these two that we have with us. She's timestamping us, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so for me, again, I'm, I'm maybe in the middle there from a time standpoint. My first introductions to, to George and almost predominantly were at the National Sales Conference. You know, I, I was very fortunate. I think my first sales conference that I was introduced to him and, and always looked forward to those conversations over the years. You know, one, to pick his brain about that growth journey that he was part of, obviously the formative years of, of the Select Sires Federation and, and just unbelievable wisdom and, and it's his ability to recall that. And so you really have those conversations with him and then try to weave that into what we were doing and at the time. and we had some um, pretty substantial growth happening and, and so on and so forth. And, and how his insights really had an impact. If you think about it really every other year I had, I'm going to just say a half hour conversation with George Miller. And, you know, I can sit here today, some 23 years later, roughly, and look back on those and remember those and, and even think of some of the specifics of those conversations and, how many times have we had people in our lives like that where that happens? It's, it's very seldom. And I would agree, you know, back to what Jeff said, there's no question that there's been some incredible people that have had their career journey at Select Sires. And without doubt, in my mind, uh, George Miller is an absolute icon. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to say something that I think you two have said, but I'm going to I'm going to be a little bit more blunt about it. And that is George was a cowman, right? And I did not have the opportunity to work with. I had many opportunities, just like Eric said, to sit and talk to him. So he was a cowman, loved, loved that. I mean, would bring us binders of all the excellent daughters of um, Durham <laughs> yep. and Elevation, right? And GW Atwood, he loved that. But he had a passion for people and he loved talking to people. And I think that that comes into, in my opinion, the next question for these guys, you know, like, let's talk about the impact that George Miller has had on our industry and what you all can say about that. And maybe I'll, I'll just start, you know, again, we all have 
different references of, of George and and Jeff has been fortunate to be in the office and and you know maybe at, at certain points of Jeff's career to be around him daily, right? And so so mine was a little more remote or what have you, but I, I think it's it's a little bit of what you said, Leslie. It's that genetic focus of you know look, we are cooperative. We are working on behalf of our our customer owners and to get them the best genetics we can. And then how marketing and, and the marketplace and evolution tied into that. Um, I think there's probably, if we look back retrospectively uh, in the AI industry, there's been very few people that have had that type of total tie-in uh, to an organization, whether it's at SlexSires or any uh, different AI company throughout the globe. And so... You know, he happened to start, uh, at least as I understand and remember, with probably the greatest bull that the Holstein breed's ever seen. But really and truly, I think that was just the foundation and where George and those around him took that both genetically and from a, a marketing standpoint, maybe you want to say a market share or what have you, uh, is, is simply amazing from those times to where we're at today. Really profound. Yeah, I agree, Eric. You think in terms of the Holstein breed, you think in terms of elevation is the the founding stock of the breed, and George was the mastermind behind it. So why wouldn't you give him credibility from day one? And everyone did, and and deservingly so. And yes, uh, Leslie, I agree. The, the cow part of George is what provided a comfort zone in a business atmosphere, because we're all cow people. We all like those four-legged things for some reason. And and George took that and then built upon that because he was such a, a people person. And again, you didn't even realize it, but the man of, of the utmost integrity, the man of the utmost respect, the man that had foresight that uh, you didn't realize he was challenging you, but he did. He would challenge a person. I don't care what their role was within the company. He would challenge you uh, with your word in a way that that made you think outside the box a little bit and it's not because he disagreed he just wanted to truly dig deeper into your thoughts and then he would take those and, and mold them in ways and then give you the credit for it even though really george was the, the one that was really molding those decision processes and i was fortunate to get an advanced degree at the ohio state university eric in case you didn't know but I got a bigger degree and a better degree by watching George Miller and Dick Chichester in action. If you wanted to see two people challenge each other in a way that you wondered if it was a discussion or an argument, the outcome was outstanding. And my office happened to just be around the corner from George's. And there were some times that where the door would close, the voices would get loud and Jeff would get scared thinking, holy buckets, what's going on over there? But the decisions that came out of those discussions were always for the betterment of select sires and more importantly, the betterment of the customers of select sires. And it would funnel into something of success every single time. It would go to the board, well thought out, well presented. And George would just sit back and smile and say, you know, this, this is the kind of thing that's going to better or our company, benefit our customers. And, and he was so good at allowing the cow to represent select because when that cow did well for our customer base, select prospered Without that cow background that George had, like you said, Leslie, I don't know that we'd be on the path that we've been. I think that's a great point, Jeff. You know, so it's, it's at the end of the day, 
it's about providing results for the customer. And if that worked, it provided results for select sires. The customer first mentality through the means of extremely high-end quality genetics that delivered for the client. And that approach, I think, you know, it's been a few years since I've been at Select, but I'm always involved in them in the field, still is the pervasive mentality. And I, I think a winning model. What an awesome legacy just to be here and, and sort of absorb and hear about this man who's had such a role of professional achievements. But as you all are talking, his impact has first and foremost been to you personally. That's a cool thing. That's a really cool thing, Leslie. I totally agree. And I think that um, this initiative, the scholarship really, really plays into that legacy that that George has. I'm, Jeff and Eric both talked about elevation and in his paramount role that he had in getting elevation here at select or even in the world. Right. But I still think that people are George Miller's legacy and the number of people that he has impacted in the industry. And I'm going to let Jeff talk a little bit about this initiative, but I can't think of a better way to honor a man who had such a love for this industry than to keep letting his impact on people come back to life. Well, I think it all started well, started when George retired. How do you, how do you uh, give back to a person that's given so much? And, you know, naming facilities after a person is, is a great way to do that because that legacy continues on no matter who is here. And, and we think of, think of George all the time in that manner. But when the Holstein Association in 2019 uh, gave him the award of the Distinguished Leadership Award with the Holstein Association USA, George asked me to, to accept it on his behalf. Unfortunately, George at that time couldn't travel. So I was at the convention accepted on his behalf and it was really hard. <laughs> Here's a guy that, that means so much to so many and I'm accepting award on his behalf. And I was honored beyond honored. And, and the thank you note that George wrote me afterwards, I've kept and it's in a place I look at from time to time when I just need to pick me up because he's, he means so much. But the thing that George did and, and also, and I think, is fitting to create a scholarship under his name is that he was such a promoter of youth. Like I said, when I first started here, he, he ran to you and he did that with everybody. It wasn't me. It was everybody. Uh, he was such a promoter of youth to, to get to know them, get to know their birthday, get to know their families, get to know when their kids had a award in school, because that's how George was. And he wanted to, to create and mold the youth because he knew that those were going to be the leaders of the future. So why not start a scholarship under a man that, that lived it and breathed it each and every day? Then that's kind of the backbone behind what, what started this scholarship interest. And the idea we presented to the board of directors, and then it was one of those slam dunk votes <laughs> that didn't take long to convince them it was a great idea. Uh, so then we formed this committee to develop some criteria, develop some thoughts behind it, took it to the Holstein Foundation and they, again, within seconds said, awesome idea. We'd, we'd love to be a part of this activity. And that's kind of the, the story behind it. If only all votes were that easy, right? <laughs> if our government could handle that way, yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. Let me just add to what Jeff's bringing forth kind of where we're at with the actual scholarship itself right now. But, you know, I'll just give you a little perspective from my end. So like anybody, we look at our email and one day I got an email from Jeff Ziegler and I had zero background to under, you know, didn't, wasn't aware 
that Select was working on such a thing. And so you read the email and you kind of digest it. And you're like, wow, okay, this is this is really cool. And think about George and he talks about the bowl and, and the plans. But the thing I'll say is that Jeff really gave our committee a blank slate. And the what resulted in this scholarship is literally the compiling of the thoughts and ideas and feedback of this committee to create this new scholarship opportunity that the the committee feels would best represent how George would want us to pick these youth or youths to be honored with a financial stipend. And, and I think that's, that's really impressive that Jeff gave us that platform. And I, I think we're all, as a, if I could speak for the committee, super comfortable with what we came up with and, and what will soon be rolled out in 2023 as our first winner. Let's talk about that scholarship then. Let's jump into a little bit of detail, some great background. What is all entailing in that? Well, the scholarship itself is being funded in part by SelectSire's donation uh, initially, and anyone that wants to contribute to the George Miller Scholarship can do so personally by just contacting the Holstein Foundation with the direct a donation you'd like to provide. But above and beyond that, we said, um, let's again, keep this youth focused. Let's look for students in university settings that are third or fourth year members, maybe of the, of in their college career, because they truly do want to give back to the industry. And let's look for those that aren't in there just to receive accolades. They're to receive financial support because they're going to give back for a long time to come. And, and that's what George would be after. George would ask for the, that person that's sincere in their effort for a long period of time that can give back in, in many different ways. So that, Joel, is, I know, a real warm, fuzzy answer to what specifically doesn't mean because you'll see that in the application, what, what we're looking for. And there's going to be a scorecard, and, and this committee will review those uh, results. And, yes, it's due next March. We're not talking right away, but we'll have that application available here at Select, at the foundation as well. And uh, it's truly meant for a student that wants to give back, not a student just to try to get through school and then f go find a job. They already have that initiative in mind is, I really want to be a part of this industry and I really want to give back in a special way. And there's lots of students out there like that. Hopefully uh, all of us on this podcast are a little bit that way in our careers. And uh, we want to find more people like that that support with George's efforts. Great discussion so far. Let's take a quick break. You know, in addition to scholarships available from Select Sires, there are quite a few internship opportunities as well. And if you ask quite a few of those around Select Sires, that's how they got their start. Chris Lommers is a marketing director with Coba Select Sires. He started his career here as an intern. My dream was always uh, growing up, like a, a lot of young people, was to be a a dairy sire analyst. So uh, that was what my goal was at one time. And when I got to do the internship here at Select Sires, I got to meet uh, people such as Charlie Will and Ron Long that were very influential people that brought in the bulls. And I learned a lot from them on what the characteristics they looked for and when they were selecting the bulls and uh, characteristics of the cows and cow families that they were looking towards bringing in the next generation. Sound interesting to you? Well, more online at selectsires.com slash careers. The Select Sires podcast continues.
Now, a little bit about the next-gen program's involvement, because that's a pretty unique perspective on this. Yeah, George, I know, would have been behind next-gen 1,000%, because it's designed to make better cows for our producers, which is exactly how George thought. So we thought, well, shoot, why not name a bull in George's honor, put him in the next-gen program, and take a percentage of the proceeds that that bull developed for the company and throw it back at the scholarship to allow success of a, of a student or two in the years to come. So that's exactly what we did um, because George would have been a full supporter of, of that idea. George, George's favorite color was green. I don't know if another quick little story here. Joel, George's favorite color was green because it's the color of money. And it wasn't money for the company. It was money for the customer to earn from something the company could provide. And that's what NextGen does. NextGen is a way for a customer to benefit from the very best genetics that there are and create that benefit long-term long term for his herd. So it was a perfect opportunity to throw a George Miller bull into the program and actually uh, carry it to even a further level because we have another initiative called HHP, Herd Health Profit Dollars. If you haven't heard the podcast or the webinar, Joel, let's get it out there, but I know you do. <laughs> And uh, that initiative, again, would be all about George because it's built around profit for our customers, long-term profit for our customers. So this bull is the best HHP bull we have in the whole company. So bingo, George again. So I know his, his name comes up when we, t when we think in terms of initiatives, we think in terms of what creates success for our customers. And that's where George's picture comes to light immediately. Jeff, I think it's... It, at a minimum, ironic, uh, I think I have this right, as I was preparing for this call, that George Miller is a legacy son, correct? There's a legacy in his pedigree. That is correct. Okay. Grandson. Grandson. Okay. So George Miller has legacy blood in his cow family. And how ironic is that? That one of the legacies of, of Slex Sires is in the pedigree of the bull. That's great. And if you'd like to learn more, of course, 7H15807, George Miller, the next gen bull and next gen program, again, doing pretty well. So Joel is dead on his code number and his name, <laughs> but I want to give you one little okay. extra tidbit about George Miller, the bull. This bull was chosen for lots of reasons and I explained a few of those, but there's another reason. George was a pedigree official i mean he believed in depth of pedigree depth of cow family look at elevations pedigree and you'll understand that was george's philosophy and george would preach that to us in sire development every day gentlemen make sure you know enough about those pedigrees that the data we see is really going to happen and he was right and we still do that today george miller has a deep deep pedigree 11 generations i went back in his pedigree and 10 of those 11 are very good or higher in score. They're all some of the very best sire stacks throughout the pedigree. His dam is alive and well in a large operation, not far from where Eric lives actually in Wisconsin in a cross vent barn and doing fabulous. Uh, and he's going to do a fabulous job for a long time to come. We've used the bull as a sire father already. So again, the bull himself envelops everything George thought of. And that was, again, by design. We just didn't want to pull a bull off the shelf and call him George. This is the reason behind it. Jeff, I, I think it's somewhat ironic as well that just so happens yesterday, 
I was at Larson Acres uh, spending some time in the pens doing some things and, and happened to cross-pollinate with many members of the Central Star team that were doing some projects there as well. And, and here we are in this call this morning. And I just so happened got to see some members of the Cow family. But, but even bigger, the thought that was crossing my mind is that here we are in 2022 in the dairy industry and the trends and where the business is at and where it's going. I'm thinking about this call today and I'm standing in, in, a, in a freestyle barn of a tremendous supporter cooperator herd of select sires looking at pens of you know 150 182 year olds locked up just the the modern kind yes this world is different than the day elevation was born and, and came into uh the select sires fold am i right jeff and saying 7h058 is that correct good memory yeah. yeah well he was before my time but i do remember a few things and, you know, I just was thinking of what would George, when he saw these cows, right, being the innovator that he was, Jeff talked about HHP. Isn't it unbelievable he's the number one bull at Select Sires with all the, the depth and quality of genetics available in your lineup? When you look at where he ranks from a DWP dollar standpoint, I mean, the, the bull is, is an outlier. And, uh, boy, did things come together when you decided to to put that name on him and make him part of this program and you know, just having the good fortune to be with some of that Central Star team yesterday and seeing the cows and the genetics. And it just really ties together this whole George Miller thing. And uh, ultimately, uh, why we're on this call here for promoting this scholarship. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's coming together nicely. I was just curious, you know, you mentioned it there, a couple of quick little breeding philosophy tidbits that have stuck with you from George Miller. Is there anything else that that would come to mind as far as that sticks with you in this modern age? Well, I think part of it is being innovative, right? Whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, the innovation of Slex Sires with HHP, the innovation of Zoetis with EWP dollars. George was an innovator. George was typically one step ahead of the curve. And and when you have cooperative herds that innovate with you, uh, like Larson Acres does with the team at Zoetis and the team at Slex Sires, and you come together and collaborate on behalf of those clients, you see what those results look like standing with 2800 cows yesterday and and it, it it's it's many many people and foundationally it's people like george miller dick chichester and others that set that foundation for what we see as the ultimate results on the customer's behalf yesterday and like you've said eric george would seek out others george was not a guy that would sit in his office and make decisions that's a a great model to, to remember you know, from time to time, we all get kind of caught up in ourselves and so busy thinking we have to get this done and that done. And at the same time, we got to remember there's a lot of collective great thoughts within the Success Federation. And, and George, again, was the leader of that concept, leader of that band. And uh, never forget that. I would just, again, go back to the fact, and Eric and Jeff both said it, that I think first and foremost, George loved the fact that we work for farmers, that we are owned as select sires by the farmers and by the people that we serve. And so, and I think I already said it, I, I can't think of a better way to honor his legacy than by continuing to build our industry and our future in, in a true cooperative spirit, giving back. Gosh, Leslie, I almost broke out in a Lee Greenwood song here. <laughs> well said, Leslie. <laughs> that was good. That was great. And you guys will be announcing, you know, scholarship winners in 2023, but maybe for those that are interested, 
potential scholarship applicants, what would you have them take away from the life and achievements of George Miller? I think pretty simple, Joel, and that's just, just give back. You're going to give it your all, but if you give back, there's your biggest reward. And uh, George would be proud to, to represent that model. I'm going to spin off of what I said about Jeff kind of giving us a clean slate. You know, Jeff lined out that, you know, our ultimate decision is that we're focusing this scholarship on college folks from across the country towards the end of their career, right? And so the idea is that we, the committee, have a better idea of who they are and how they're going to impact the future of the dairy industry. And so when you look at the focus of the actual application itself, it's 50% dairy industry involvement, 25% community, right? Because we that's also part of what Jeff said on giving back and only 5% on the transcript. And so when we talk about, is this an academic, highly academic focus? Is it, you know, more towards grad school? Is it high school seniors? Is it college entry? There's various choices. And we ultimately came up, as Jeff uh, said more eloquently, that this is for industry leaders that will graduate and enter the, the professional world and have those type of impacts. So we're excited uh, to have that type of focus. And certainly I think our committee feels strongly that that's, that's the type of candidates that we're looking for to pick here into the future. And what a great time we've had here today, reflecting on the life and times of, of George Miller, but also looking ahead, looking ahead to the future innovators of the industry. And how cool is it that his impact continues on and, and will continue on for, for some, some time. As I'm sitting here listening to Jeff and Eric talk about the impact, and and like I said, I had the privilege of having some conversations with George as well, but I know that there are a lot of people out there within the Select Sires Federation, former Select Sires employees that George made an impact on, and even, even our customer owners that he made a huge impact on either in person or just through the genetics that he helped develop and, and put select sires on the map, no doubt. So I think I'm excited for this to really come to fruition. And I think that I know George is, is proud of select sires and what he has done, but I know he's really proud of his legacy through his people. We've all heard him say that. So Jeff and Eric, you two are, are two of those people. And I appreciate you being here today to talk about somebody so influential in in our industry in our select sires federation and in our community jeff and eric thank you so much for joining us today thank you thanks for having us this is the select sires podcast thanks for tuning in